kings and queens and in between sinner saints, and I don't know if I is or I ain't. Welcome to another judgy, judgy episode of Yes, Jesus. I'm Daniel Franzese, and I'm here with my bestie, Azariah Southworth. And here at Yes, Jesus, we believe you better get that judgy look off your pretty little face. Yeah, when you start getting worried about everyone else's problems, you stop having time to deal with your own dang mm. problems. Mm. That's right. So listen, we're about to get judgy up in here, but before we do, a Pentecostal church in Australia has, <gasps> like gasp, posted an inclusion statement. Can you believe? <gasps> the Can horrors, believe? the thrills, the chills. <laughs> it has finally happened. That is amazing. That is good. Bayside Church in Melbourne, Australia, released an inclusion statement that declares... All are equally worthy of respect, dignity, and love, regardless of gender, sexuality, age, ability, race, or ethnicity. According to Pastor Rob Buckingham, the church had been praying and talking about a welcome statement, but in 2021, they did Bible study, prayed, and started writing a welcoming statement. They said they were especially influenced by reports that describe the discrepancy LGBTQ people experience in mental health, family violence, and institutional responses to child abuse. Yes. Pastor Rob also said the Bible teaches that discrimination is a sin. Amen. Here's how he put it. And I quote, maybe it's time for us to realize that the church frequently commits the sin of discrimination. Oh, God bless. It just feels so good to hear. I mean, well, and then he starts throwing out the scripture. Are you ready mm-hmm. for this? Grab a pen and paper, y'all. I mean, old school style, because you're really going to want to uh, read these. Okay. So um, Acts 10, 34, James 2, 2 to 4, and 8 to 9, Romans 2, 11, and 10, 12, mm-hmm. Proverbs 24, 23. Come with it. Tw- and, and, and 28, 21. Mm-hmm. And 1st. Tim 521. First, first Timothy, darling. First Timothy, honey. First Timmy. Now, Timmy, <laughs> now Timmy. here's the thing. You're going to want to look at those. Um, now, he, th- he just threw them right out there. He said, hey, here's your reference points, you know, mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. we had to do in English AP, as he. Exactly. Cite your sources, honey. Cite your sources. Cite your sources, honey. <laughs> the church said that right now, they don't plan to do same-sex weddings, but isn't ruling it out in the near future. That's nice. Now, Bayside Church oh. is a part of a small network of Pentecostal churches in Australia. It, mm-hmm. it is possible, but we don't know yet um, if it will have to leave the network, because yeah. that's a thing. Yeah. Uh, there are larger church networks in Australia that are still very anti-LGBTQ, including Hillsong, which you likely know mm-hmm. from their hand-lifting, happy, clappy, Justin Bieber loves it music. We love Jesus and coffee. <laughs> and Peach's weed. That is horrible weed, by the way. Um, Justin Bieber's weed, horrible weed. It's a cash grab. Yeah, anyway. it really it really was bad. It really was bad. It was just awful. Like He's never been an advocate for cannabis use. And then um, now comes out with a can- just a cannabis, you know, just like, so I'll do Hillsong on this side. And then on this side, I'll just like do some we, we need Justin Bieber to come out with a statement of like, I vow to not make any more bad weed or I just vow to stop making weed because it's too residue-ish, residual. What's the word? What's the word I'm looking for? It wasn't good. It wasn't good. 
resume. I want to give props to my friend Anthony Van Brown, uh, who was a, a famous, uh, you know, traveling Pentecostal preacher back in the day in Australia uh, with mm. the Assemblies of God Church. And then he came out uh, and he wrote a really excellent book um, called A Life of Unlearning. And uh, Anthony has dedicated his life to working with ministers and community leaders and how to become more affirming. So moving them from tolerance to affirmation. And this is the fruit of his work, really. And so I want to give props to Anthony Van Brown out there who has been plowing the ground, honey, and, and has been making the way, um, for, for, for the Lord, honey, honestly, like for a lot of seeds, that's what you do when you, when you plow the ground, you you make room for, for others to, to plant the seeds. And so that's awesome. So we give props to Anthony Van Brown. Love it. Um, now this brings us to speaking of praise reports, this brings us to the, there's always something that we're always praising right before we get to this point of the show which is our praise report and prayer request where if you want to just like hallelujah something a little bit extra to god we'll just hallelujah along right with you and if you have a little something extra that you're concerned about that you want us to add to our prayer list and our listeners to add to our prayer list well you could also send us a prayer request and you could do that at yashjesuspod.com um this one is a praise report and it comes from mary louise who's surprised to find that she was Chatting with Azariah on Instagram. <laughs> yes. You can occasionally find any or all of us on social medias. Uh, send us a message at Yash Jesus Pod. Anyway, Mary Louise says, fam, on everything. Y'all are doing God's work. I put my pastor at church onto y'all and she is down. Mm-hmm. Y'all might think this is just a little podcast, but y'all are being the hands and feet of Christ. So much healing is happening through y'all. And thank y'all for answering his call on your life. I love that. That is an affirmation that... We sometimes need to hear, Absolutely. but I'm glad that it's doing it. And I like what she said that we're the hands and feet of Christ, because you know what? I'm ready to like take some shackles off of us from all of our church trauma. And yes. hopefully it's doing that for a lot of you. Take the shackles off my feet so I can dance. All right. Hey, as you get down. All right. Easy, easy, easy. Mary, Mary. All right. Mary, so- Mary, calm down. We can't afford this rights. <laughs> all right. We got a prayer request. And this comes from someone who just wanted to identify themselves as W. So W says, hi, I have a prayer request. My cousin is currently in the ICU with COVID complications, and I would appreciate any prayers. Thank you and God bless. Uh, Yes, W, we will include your cousin uh, in our prayers. Um, It's so tough out there still. So everybody, please stay safe. Get vaccinated. Please. COVID is still here. Um, It's still around. Yeah, I, I know someone who just passed away. From COVID. So COVID is still here. You know, use your precautions, use your wisdom, and move around this world safely. Please, yes, Jesuits. Yes. And we'll be right back with the scripture of the day. Yazzie, we're back and it's time for the scripture of the day. Scripture of the day. Scripture of the day. It's soul food. That is torture. Soul food. Uh, it's a scripture of the day, Azzy. It is. Romans. It's from Romans. Yes, we obviously. Love. This is the Roman episode, y'all. I love my Romans. Uh, chapter two, verse one. When in Roman. <laughs> Therefore, you have no excuse, whoever you are, when you judge others, for in passing judgment on another, you condemn yourself, 
because you, the judge, are doing the very same things. Girl, won't he do it? Let me just tell you right now, (laughs) won't he do it? I went out last night and I was at a bar and, you know, I'm a single gentleman and I was, you know, someone was talking to me. So I was entertaining the company of a gentleman over a libation. And this dude just wanted to point directly and stare and talk to every single person in the bar about them. And I was thinking about in my youth when like I used to be like, listen, if you don't have anything nice to say, come sit next to me, girl. Like, how is that person? Because I because I love a joke, you know. But I think that somewhere along the line, I realized that like tearing people down really isn't the energy that I want to put out into the world. Like the things that I used to say, ew, look at that, you know, those ugly shoes. I'd be like, girl, you work them shoes. Like you work them ugly shoes. Like, (laughs) you know, like I so much would rather get a laugh off of celebrating a person's oddness than pointing it out and trying to make myself feel better. So this feels very right because I don't even know if I should share it, but like it got really weird in the end because I tolerated this person. I tend to have a soft spot for funny sociopaths. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Hi, my name's Azariah like, and I'm your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> but I like, but I just, this is true. This person eventually said to me, like it was getting, I was get, like, I'm very good at drinking. I don't like to get drunk right away. I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll like have a, a, a seltzer in between drinks or I'll, I'll, you know, or something. And it was getting to the point where I was like, girl, I need to eat. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was like, and plus I hadn't eaten in a while, but I was like, I need to get something to eat. And this guy was like, why are you doing that to yourself? Why are you eating yourself to death? And I go, I need, I just want to go get something like for dinner. And he's like, no, I mean, every day. He was just like, and I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, don't stop eat. And like, and really loud. He didn't even know me. And he just, and I was like, you know, what's so crazy. First of all, I was like, no. And it didn't really bother me as much as I was like, I, I have enough respect for myself at this point in my life to know that I have to cut a person like this off immediately and not entertain him anymore. Even if I found them enter- entertaining, like, and I did, and it didn't really bum me out. I actually went and got something to eat. Cause I was like, legit, just hungry for dinner. But like, I, but I was thinking about how, like I, got that insult i guess you would call it or that moment of like what because i tolerated him talking so much shit about everybody else for so long against my own vibe like i was going against my own tribe vibe like and saying like i'm gonna sit here and let him talk shit because it's funny and i watched him walk out of the bathroom and flip someone's hat and i watched him be antagonistic like and i was like not my problem but I was letting it be my problem because he was sitting next to me the whole time. So like people could think that I'm one of them. And I did that to myself a lot in my youth. And I, and then when I heard that line, I was like, Oh, this is the part where they start to hurt the next person that they have to get to. And it's always the person that they're right with. You know, it was just a good reminder about being judgy and about how tolerating people who are being judgy and how that can just completely translate to wait till they turn around and start pointing it at you and ruining your life. So I don't know why I just felt it on my, upon, upon my heart to witness right now and tell you my little sad story. But I swear, it didn't even like affect me like y'all. Like, I mean, I have like the skin of a rhinoceros and the heart of a lion. Like, it used to be that someone would be like, hey, big guy, when I was like a little kid and I'd start to like cry and be in tears uh-huh. and be like, he doesn't see me for me. But now, like, you know, uh, 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 a movie will come out and they'll say obese, disgusting slob. And I'll be, I'll be yelling at my manager like, why did I go out on that? Like, you know, like, <laughs> like so... Hollywood will do that to you. It'll make you a strong person. But for the not so strong, like stay away from people who are tearing people down because they'll eventually tear you down. Now, 
Today's episode was inspired by a listener named Simon. Mm-hmm. Yes. And thank you, Simon, for this. And thank you, Danny, for sharing that story, because I think it really goes along with Romans 1 today about turning against your own natural desires. You turned against we'll your see, own natural desires. That's why I said, won't he do it? Yeah. I said it out loud, y'all. Yes. I, claim the, I claim it because it's like, God is so obvious in my life that it's like ridiculous. He's like hilarious and obvious. Well, Simon wrote into our show with a prayer request, and we aired it a few weeks ago during the Thanksgiving-a-thon, not to be confused with Honda Days or the Toyota-thon, but we're going to be... Um, <laughs> We're going to read it again. Uh, Hello, my name is Simon, and I was raised in a somewhat semi-Christian household, but now I wish to explore the religion and deepen my relationship with God. There is one problem, though. I recently started reading the New Testament for real to further my understanding of exactly what is written in these texts. That was when I stumbled upon Romans 1, 26 to 27. Now, until now, Jesus's words have been about kindness, love, and charity. But when I'm reading Paul's letters, especially Romans, I'm starting to question if I belong in the faith as a gay man or if I'm just fooling myself. How could I stand by a faith that so frankly calls gay sexual relations unnatural and shameful? Therefore, I'm asking you guys, what are your thoughts on Romans 1, 26 to and 27. I am also asking you that you pray that if I truly belong with God and he really loves me and doesn't call me unnatural and shameful that I will come that I will overcome this obstacle in my journey of faith. Thanks guys, Simon. And yes, we are going to talk about Paul's letter to Romans. Romans 1 has been one of those passages that has been used as a weapon. It's been weaponized again and again against the LGBTQ community. So now it's time to give it the gospel Jesus treatment, y'all. You ready, Nicodemus? I'm ready. You should be first, like Nicodemus, though. <laughs> like, I gotta remember how he said, first of all, he had to like this like, kind of shaky voice. Well, uh, yeah. that's my bill. Uh, so. Well, let's do this. Let's break down Romans. Come on. All right. First of all, we have to talk about Paul before, and let's remind everyone that Paul was a ham, hot mm-hmm. ass mess. Um, yes. <laughs> so he had spent the first part of his career committing genocide. Okay. And then after he gets converted, he's Convenient. all about <laughs> writing letters, telling everyone how they can be the right kind of Christian, right? She's this queen, okay? And she's her. her. I'll say, and I'll say what just few dare to say. Paul was a manipulative bitch. And we covered this immensely in our episode. Paul got a little thorny. So let's take everything Paul says with a pillar of salt. Yeah, we're going to Lot's wife on on everything that (laughs) Paul says. So, uh, So maybe we should actually read Romans 1 just so everybody here knows what we're talking about. Okay. So, of course, Romans 1 comes at the beginning of the book, you know, Romans chapter 1. So, it starts with a lot of greetings and hellos and stuff like that. And we'll skip to the juicy part where Paul writes, For I am not ashamed of the gospel. It is the power of God for salvation to everyone who has faith, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For in the righteousness of God is revealed through faith for faith, as it is written, the one who is righteous will live by faith. Now, that sounds pretty pleasant. Like, I can vibe with that. Yeah, I'm sure Joyce Myers would write a whole book about it. And there would be like, <laughs> uh, like you know, like a little tutorial book with it. Um, yeah, it's pleasant. 
But then it takes this turn to talk about the wrath of God being poured over the wickedness of humankind. And it really talks about the wicked, which are all the people who claim to have everything figured out on their own. So the people who don't recognize God or reject God. And in Romans 1, through 23, puts it this way. Claiming to be wise, they became fools. And they exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling a mortal human being or birds or four-footed animals or reptiles. So then here's where we get to the part where it's used to be considered like anti-LGBT. Yes. So continuing on to verse 24 and 25 starts out, Therefore, God gave them up in the lusts of their hearts to impurity to the degrading of their bodies among themselves because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. So we jumped right into lust. Yes. And degrading bodies. Who else is getting a little hot and bothered by this? (laughs) (laughs) When am I not? (laughs) But this is an interesting sentence. So I'll read again. They exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator. What is it all about? (laughs) What is this? So, Simon, one thing I would encourage you to, here's a little bit of salt that you need to spread on this meal here, is you need to remember there's a historical context here. So, oftentimes when we read this scripture, we're reading it through through the framework of Western evangelicalism, which has taught us how to think about this and interpret this. But really, what this is saying is there was an idol that was, that was being worshipped. It says it in chapter 20 through 22 for, through 23. And they exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling a mortal human being or birds or four-footed animals or reptiles. So, he was writing to a church that started worshiping idols. And then we move on to 24 through 25. Therefore, God gave them up in the lust of their hearts to impurity because of the idol worship. So, but let's get into the really gay stuff, right? Okay. So Romans 1, 26 through 27. For this reason, God gave them up to degrading passions. So, Paul was a prude. (laughs) Their women exchanged natural intercourse for unnatural. And in the same way, also the men giving up natural intercourse with women were consumed with passion for one another. Men committed shameless acts with men and received in their own persons the due penalty for their error. Okay, so it's important to note that this is the only time that women on women action is mentioned in the Bible. So... Biblical equality, I, I guess. <laughs> but, but also, there's a whole conversation about what natural intercourse even is. And mm-hmm. what is unnatural intercourse? Exactly. Um, is it them using sex as an act of worship to these idols that they built? Who knows? Maybe. Do you think, I, do you think idols that were like, like dilled idols? Probably. I w- it's the Romans. You're Italian, <laughs> <Right>? you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do I ever, honey? <laughs> But it gets super condemning, ranting for a few more verses here. And before it gets to (laughs) Romans 132. 
I'm they still know. laughing at you. are Italian. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they know God's decree that those who practice such things deserve to die. Yet they not only do them, but even applaud others who practice them. Well, crap. That's a call for the death penalty. And remember, this is being written by a former mass murderer. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> but this is still Romans one and there's several more chapters to go. So anyone who stops here doesn't understand the rhetoric that Paul is building. So these verses have been getting the church in Rome to look down on those outsiders, to gleefully enjoy their condemnation. And right when the church is feeling pretty smug, I'm looking at you, Southern Baptist Convention, Paul lowers the smackdown. I'm Paul right now, writing to the Southern Baptist Convention. Dear SBC. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Romans 2, verse 1. Therefore, you have no excuse, whoever you are, when you judge others. For in passing judgment on another, you condemn yourself because you, the judge, are doing the very same things. I, you know, my name is Daniel. It means God is my judge. Like, I, you know, that, like, that's it. Like, yes, Paul's saying, you think you're all that? You think you're so special? Well, you aren't because every bad thing that you just described, you were doing it too. So what if people read Romans 1 and 2 like this? They spent, they spent Romans 1 condemning queer folks and talking about our sex lives and calling what we do lustful and unnatural. And then Paul says, you are also being lustful and unnatural in your own nasty sex. Now, wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> yes. And Paul isn't done. He's he builds from there and through the condemnation for everyone to make the case that we all need Jesus. Honey, I know we need Jesus real bad. Oh, amen. In fact, Paul says that even more explicitly in Romans 3. So Romans 3, 23, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Throughout Romans, Paul is explaining that none of us are righteous by ourselves, that we need the grace of God. And that God gives it freely, not just to us, but to those folks we think don't deserve it. I mean, that's what mercy is. Mm-hmm. The culmination is when we get to Romans 8, which might be one of the most powerful, most affirming messages we can get. So Romans eight thirty-eight through 39. I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. There is nothing that can separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Do you hear that? Simon, our asker, do you hear it? Listener, do you hear that good news? There is nothing that could separate you from the love of God in Jesus Christ. There are no hangups because you are in Christ. Your kinky sex can't condemn you. Your drained out bank account can't condemn you. Your queerness does not condemn you. You are loved and saved and redeemed. That's right. No apparatus at the dungeon can can condemn you. <laughs> so if someone tells you that Romans one condemns you for being queer or for giving into some lustful passions with someone else, just tell them to keep reading. That's right. Read it to filth and then tell them that God <laughs> loves them too. Yes. All right. Yes. Jesuits Our tithe love offering charity act of good. When you are feeling that urge to be judgy, stop, take a breath, and remind yourself that we all have fallen short. 
and we all need grace. Then you can say something. You could say, grace abounds for you, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, we have a new segment. It's the song of praise, the act of praise. Now, we want to spread love to other queer Christian music and artists. So if you're a queer Christian musician and you want us to play one of your songs, just send them to us in an email at contact at yashjesuspod.com with a link to where we can find an MP3 file of the song that you want us to consider. Now, if y'all don't mind, we're going to bow our heads uh, for the closing prayer. Unless you're driving, please don't, because Jesus can't actually take the wheel. Thank you. So we actually have a very special prayer um, today, and it comes from who we mentioned in our Gay Christian News segment, Anthony Ben Brown. So Anthony, please take us into prayer. When Ezra asked me to say a prayer um, before they talk about Pastor Rob Buckingham and Bayside Church in Melbourne, um, I said to him, look, I'm not sure that... um, this would work because I, I don't pray out loud these days. I used to always begin my prayers with, um, you know, Heavenly Father, dear Heavenly Father. And then I thought that's so ridiculous to assign a gender to the source of all this universe, um, who, which is the greatest mystery. So maybe if I began a prayer, it would be um, a mysterious one. <laughs> Anyway, uh, he said I could do a reflection, so um, I am going to do a little bit of reflecting, and that is really just about, I guess, prayers are thoughts. So here's some thoughts um, and some things that I would like to see happen. Um, Interestingly enough, in my uh, Facebook memories this morning, uh, what happened was uh, I noticed that um, 2009 it was, that the organisation I was running at the time, Freedom to Be, we gave Pastor Rob an award for his contribution to the inclusion of LGBT people within Australia because he preached a sermon, Real Christianity is Accepting, and in that he debunked the Sodom and Gomorrah story and the other verses which have been used against LGBT people, which have nothing to do with our orientation or our relationships, of course, as we know. Um, but um, so I've had my association with Rob for, for, for a long time now, since 2009. And when he did that, it was amazing, the response to him. He was overwhelmed with such amazing letters from people, emails, emails that made him cry. It's interesting that recently when he has just included that I'll put up the inclusion statement on the website, how there's been quite a bit of pushback from a number of areas, and particularly amongst the LGBT community. Interesting. So here's my wish. Here's what I wish. I wish for more grace on both sides. Let's not go back into an attacking mode of each other. I wish that we would listen and be willing to not judge and be willing to open and be willing to engage. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm fed up with being in these camps and these tribes attacking other. Um, and let's, let's learn to love and be kind. 
I believe that Rob is doing what he believes is the right thing to do and uh, they've made some mistakes along the way, um, but I know his heart's in the right place. Lord, we'd like to also pray for Simon, who is deepening his relationship with you. As Simon gets closer to God, let the things become more clear to him, Lord. And we'd like to pray for anyone who is struggling with passages of scripture that sound condemning, especially when it's taken out of context. We want to pray for W. Sren in the ICU. And for Mary Louise, what a blessing she was and a delight it was to receive that message and to hear from you, Mary. Thank you. And for Bayside Church in Melbourne, Australia, we pray that you give them just the, the strength and, and the wisdom to navigate this time because it's going to be a time of change for them. But uh, bless them for making that decision. We'd love to lift you up in just gratitude, gratitude that we could be together, gratitude that we could do this and have the ability to do this every week and, and spread the good word. And for all the people who are listening, we are so grateful for all of you. Um, and we pray for you for abundance and blessings and uh, in your holy and precious name. Amen. Amen. And amen. Thank you for listening to another <laughs> fabulous, if I do say so myself, episode of Yas Jesus. <laughs> you can find us on the social meds at Yash Jesus Pod or on our website at yashjesuspod.com. Now, if y'all like the show, please consider becoming a monthly sponsor. Baby, you could do that in the link to do so in the show notes. And if you haven't yet, just leave us a review or share it with a friend. Doing so helps us reach new people and keep this show running, honey. So you just come on down to that website and subscribe right now. You can now leave an audio prayer request or praise report on our website, yasjesuspod.com. It's at the very bottom of the website. We would love to share your voice and your prayers on the show. So drop us a line or send us a prayer at yasjesuspod.com. Yeah, send us a prayer. Send us your praise reports, your prayer requests, your episode ideas, guest ideas, or even just a don't get so judgy, Judy's. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you. Yash Jesus is hosted by me, Danny Franzese, and... And Judge Azariah Southworth. Music <laughs> you sound. Like a ju <laughs> judge Azariah Southworth for that. <laughs> All rise, and I'll sit. And all things audio are done by Chris Heckman. Our show is produced by the Freakin' Deacon Ross Murray and Meredith Pauley. Special thanks to Sophie Serrano and Sam Ispen. Yes, Jesus is brought to you by Autity. Autity execs are Ryan Lochner, Jessica Bustilios, and Steve Michaels. We are streaming and screaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, no matter what, nothing can separate you from the love of God because God loves you just as you are. So keep praising the Lord, bitches. Ha, ha, ha.